Hello, and welcome to Talk To Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson, Chief Executive of Behavioral Health for Providence, Oregon, and Chief Clinical Officer for Work To Be Well. In today's podcast, we're focusing on how to deal with testing stress. It's that time of year, folks, time when we're getting ready for finals, and let the stress begin. Joining me for this discussion are some of Work To Be Well's National Student Advisory Council members. I'm gonna let them introduce themselves in a moment, First, as a reminder, the information provided during this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not intended, nor is it implied, to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Okay, I want us to get started by having each of you introduce yourself, where you're from, and what have you stressed about the testing world these days? Who wants to kick us off? Hi, everyone. My name is Haley. I'm a senior from Washington State. And recently, something that's really been stressing me out about testing is because I'm a senior and also I'm kind of worried about senior grades, especially now that I'm applying to colleges. So that's kind of been stressing me out. And so I thought it would be great to share about my experience and also hear from the other NSEC members. Um, hi, I'm Hannah. I'm a sophomore in also in Washington State. I'm always been very stressed about tests. Um, I haven't started the school semester yet, but I'm not looking forward to the test part of it at the end. Uh, Hi, my name is Indiana Hilmes. I'm also a senior in Washington State. And I, testing stress has definitely been something that I've experienced. I've taken both the SAT and the ACT in preparation for college. And I think that was definitely, I mean, it's definitely not easy, so yeah. Have any of you started finals yet? Is that a thing? How's that I going? I finished mine already. <laughs> How was your finals? They were they were all right. I ended up with my first C in college since I'm doing dual enrollments uh, or doing college and high school at the same time. I got my first college C, which in one class, which uh, was not expected, but that was a bit stressful. But other than that, the tests were not too terrible. My school doesn't really have like organized finals, um, but a lot of our teachers just do give them out. But we're also on a trimester system. So we took our finals back in uh, November, right before Thanksgiving. And so, yeah, so I, I mean, it was a while ago and they're never very fun. Uh, I'm also in a calculus class that is college in the high school. And so we take our finals, (laughs) like, yeah. We take our finals like the same time as like a college would. And so ours are in like the end of January. So I'm, yeah, that one is like the hardest final. I'm not excited. (laughs) I don't really have finals for my classes, but I do have one for AP statistics in like the end of the month, which I'm not excited about because I'm not really good at stats. But as usual, I'm going to try my best and I'm pretty sure if, you know, hopefully everything goes well. (laughs) Well, I know that, you know, for me, when I was going through finals and, you know, as a parent with kids who have had finals and my kids, my kids all have finals before the holiday season, actually, they're in college, they had their finals right before the holidays. I know that I have to watch being a, you know, as a parent, I have to watch not, you know, going in there going, how'd you do on your test? How are you doing? Do you need to study more? What can I do to help you? how can I support you in your testing experience this year Uh, or whatever other condescending parental thing that I could do to add to your (laughs) stress load? How do you deal with that external 
often parental stress? I feel like for me, I tend to like communicate with my parents, be- like what exactly stresses me out and how that sometimes the things they say might increase the amount of pressure that I'm experiencing. So I just like to like sit down with them and tell them like, this test is really stressing me out. And like you saying that, you know, this, 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 and this is, this is not going to make me feel any better. And like, I would really appreciate it if, you know, if you could just support me and encourage me. And so for me, it's like a, for my parents, it's kind of like a generational thing for them because they didn't like for them from their parents, they didn't really receive that much support. So for me, it's like, they don't really know how to like encourage me and also like how to like phrase their words in a manner that it's not trying to come off as like mean in a sense so i so i i've just been trying to like kind of like educate them in a good way so that they kind of understand how like it's different for students in like our generation and how it differs from their generation and kind of like letting them know how i want to be supported if that makes sense that definitely makes sense for me i kind of just sort of put figurative figurative blinders on and when I'm taking a test and remember that it's my test and that I don't want anybody else to interrupt me when I'm doing it, which doesn't always work out according to plan. But for the most part, I try to just uh, stay focused on how I'm handling it rather than external pressure. I think with my family, usually the week or like the first two weeks before my tests, I'm kind of like running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Like <laughs> I'm just like studying like mad, like all the time i'm kind of like in a different world um and so usually my family is i feel really grateful to them because they're usually they know what i'm getting like that and i think just communication is key because when i tell them like hey this is really big and kind of scary and also an important thing for me um they're usually pretty good about giving me the space to do what i need to do and just i i think um I think them asking me like how they can support me like that isn't condescending or like intimidating to me at all. It's more just like, Oh, like I appreciate your support. Like, thank you for reaching out to me. Um, And then like when I was taking the SAT and the ACT, my parents were kind of a lot of the time, like, Hey, so like, what are you studying? When are you going to study for the SAT or the ACT or how much are you going to study? And I was like, I, I don't know, just the idea of that big test, like, really stressed me out so much to the point where I didn't even want to, like, look at anything related to it at all. Like, I just wanted to stay as far away from it as I could. And I, because at the same time, like, while you're studying for that, you're also doing school and you're also doing all your extracurricular activities. So it's just, like, another thing piled on to you. And I feel like there were a lot of times where my brain couldn't take the stress of, like, studying for those big college um, tests while also like doing normal high school and doing calculus. And so, sorry, I'm talking a lot here, but um, I think it's, I think it's just important to like understand your own limits and to just be able to express them to your family freely and just say, Hey, I don't want to talk about this test. Can we not talk about it right now, please? If that makes sense. And just like, be do what's best for yourself and not your score. I definitely agree with what you're saying because I feel like for my parents to them, like 
them constantly reminding me to like study and like constantly telling me are you gonna study for this are you gonna study for this and, like to them it's like the more they say it i'll be more motivated to do it but instead it's the complete opposite like i don't want to do it <laughs> it's kind of funny but like that's just how it's been for me and also definitely agree on the communication part i think it's really important to not sometimes when we're really stressed out we get overwhelmed with all these emotions and it's really easy for us to like get upset or mad and like kind of lash out at our parents and i feel like that might kind of worsen the situation so i definitely agree with like strong communication like kind of controlling your own emotions and like calming yourself down and also talking to your parents about what stresses you out and just communicating that need to them it's a great point it's it is so hard i mean there's this balance because i i think in in the parent mind i know in my psychologist mind that it is not motivating when i look at my daughter and go hey how's your studying going like reverse psychology. psychology. <laughs> I know, right? I, I know, but but my mom brain can't stop itself. Cannot stop itself sometimes. And and one of the things that I wonder about, because you're all high achievers, you know, you're talking about AP classes and calculus and the whole college and high school at the same time thing. There's you know, you're not slackers. Do you ever feel that test prep can get unhealthy? And what does unhealthy test prep look like? I feel like it's really easy to like compare yourself to other people on social media. Like there's lots of people on like TikTok, Reddit that post like, hey, I've studied for like this amount of hours and this amount of weeks and like I've gotten the score and it's really easy for you to like compare yourself to other people. And for me, I really I'm someone who gets really easily overwhelmed looking at other people's like test scores or like just your college activities list and that really stresses me out and so what i've what i like to do is really just honestly delete them during test season because like not looking at all these tiktoks with like people's like 1590 sat scores and like a whole list of extracurriculars just makes me allows me to focus more on myself and like improve and grow from my previous experience rather than like comparing myself to other people because something that I've kind of discovered or like started to believe in over the last few years is that it's more important to like grow from how you were previously instead of constantly comparing yourself to other people because that's going to affect your mental health that's going to increase your stress or test anxiety and all that stuff so that's just how I feel about this whole test stress thing. <laughs> I totally agree with you, Haley. I think we all like have our schools are all different. Like schools are not the same. They don't teach exactly the same. And a lot of the schools don't even like teach the same things. And so I think it's taken me a while to realize that like I I haven't had the perfect SAT ACT education, you know, like I haven't been taught each of those concepts like in in the maybe the right amount or the right way and that doesn't make me less smart um than those other people who get incredible scores on those tests it's like i don't know i i just think we need to give ourselves a break and be like everyone's experience is different and that doesn't make us our score doesn't define us um but to answer the question really when does test prep become unhealthy i think I think everyone just has their own way of going about doing a test prep. And like, 
I'm very like unorganized. Like I don't like to set timers or say, oh, I'm going to study for this amount of time. It's just whenever I start to feel myself getting like overwhelmed or really stressed out or tired, then I'm like, okay, it's time for a break maybe. But there are also times where I can, you know, kind of lock in and like get in the zone for like a, a long period of time. And that's great too. I don't think there has to be organization or like a certain time or a certain way that's more effective than others. That's a great point. I feel like for me, I have sometimes have a tendency to put things off to the last minute. And then once I do, like once it's the day before the test, then, I, then it's time to start studying. But um, I, um, I feel like at that point, it can get more toxic Toxic when, um, when I haven't really planned ahead enough. And then it becomes just hours on end of preparing at the last minute. I think that's, at least for me, that's when it becomes the most stressful. Yeah. Procrastination. That's a fun habit that, uh, yeah, I know a lot of people with that procrastination habit, you know, one of the things that also happens, especially for folks who are, who are high achievers is that sometimes I know you're going to get a better score than your friends or, or family or other things like that. And sometimes that's public. Sometimes that's not public, but it can be something that makes us feel guilty inside. Do you ever have that issue? And how do you, how do you cope? You know, when you know, especially when you're super smart um, and maybe somebody didn't do as well as you did. I feel like it's important to not like make the situation about yourself because sometimes it's easy to be like, like, for example, if you have a friend who didn't score as, as well as you, sometimes we, it might not, we might be like, oh, like this happened to me before in a past. Like I also didn't do as well. And so it's like completely normal. I, I think it's easy for us to say that. And I also think it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I feel like sometimes we should really try to like not kind of mention ourselves in a sense when, especially when trying to help other people. I feel like it's instead we should be like, I completely understand how you're feeling. And then I believe that I'll help you through this and we can like get through this together instead of like trying to like talk about your own story, if that makes sense. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah, the bad, to add on to what you just said, um, also not making it, well, I guess, what am I trying to say here? Um, not trying to make it like it's a competition over the scores. Like the scores, they just are. You can't really change them after they're done, right? So acknowledging that and not trying to um not trying to make somebody feel better or worse because they got a different score than you did um might be more effective or not effective but more helpful in itself than trying to point out the difference and like make up for the difference i suppose well let's flip the script a little bit okay we've all got that friend who is super smart and they go out and they get that high score on the test and maybe they scored better than you did and they're all like bummed because they, you know, got 99 and they should have gotten 100 on the test. How do you manage your emotions in that situation when you've got that flip script with a friend who's, you know, maybe lost some perspective? I feel like sometimes I do get a little upset because, you know, like I might have gotten like a 60 out of 100 and I feel really upset because I could have got gotten like a really high score, but they might have gotten like a 98 or 99 and they're really upset. And I think like for me, I try to remind myself that different people have different expectations of themselves. So for them, maybe they try really, really hard and they kind of expect themselves to get 
100 out of 100, but he got a 99. So I feel like we shouldn't really judge them based off of different experiences because we all have different mindsets. We all have different, like, um, as I've said, expectations. So I feel like it differs for each person. So although it might be a little upsetting, I feel like we should kind of take time to understand people's perspectives instead of assuming things about others. Yeah, context is so important. I uh, I didn't really consider that before you mentioned that, about how different people might have different expectations for themselves. But I appreciate you pointing that out. Well, all right, it's testing day. And those SAT scores or ACT scores or, or uh, Cal KP scores have arrived. Going to take a deep breath. You're going to open the envelope and you're going to see. What do you like to do before you open up and see that score for an important test? How do you How do you ground yourself? I don't know. I don't really have like a ritual or like a strategy, but I think I just like take a deep breath and remind myself that like, I mean, it's hard to like, to think that, oh, this test score, like I know that this test score doesn't define me, but it's hard to like remind your, like you can remind your brain of that, but it's hard to like regulate your emotions and like remind your emotions of that kind of. But I think just as much as you can try to like convince yourself or even like you have to try to like gaslight yourself into like um believing that like this this isn't the be all and end all of like the whole world you know like if you get i don't know a lower score on the sat than you wanted to like that doesn't mean your college experience is over you know you're more uh and and now now more than ever i think colleges are starting to to take into account that like we are more than our test scores and everyone's schooling experiences are different. And so just reminding yourself that like, I like you're not less valuable um, than someone else just because of your score and just taking a deep breath and like reading it and feeling good, but also letting yourself feel bad. If like, if you haven't, gotten the score that you wanted to you don't you you can like feel those emotions and like I don't know I don't know sorry guys (laughs) I definitely agree with that gaslighting thing because every time before like I get a test score or like my SAT scores or like even my college decisions I'm like everything will be okay you know no matter what happens I'll be okay and it happens because there's a reason because it happens what whatever happens is meant to happen and you know everything will be okay but sometimes I'm like, no, it's not going to be okay. But, you know, <laughs> but most of the time I'm like, I just try to convince myself that things happen for a reason and also try to reflect from it after it happens because you can't really change the past. And like, I'll be upset for like a little while, but then like trying to take the time to reflect and also move on from there to make me feel a lot more better in the future. And that also goes with testing for me because there have been times where I didn't do as well as I anticipated. And so like, I'll be upset for like maybe an hour or two and then kind of think about maybe why I didn't do as well. And also like taking that into consideration the next time I prep for my test. And that kind of helps me alleviate my stress and test anxiety a little bit. And yeah. I, um, I, I'm also a big believer in the everything happens for a reason kind of idea. And so I think like when you're opening a test score or a college decision, like you said, like what's meant to be will be, you know, and all of these things are just a step on a big journey that you're going to have. And like none of those steps are wrong. They're just part of 
your life. They just are. Yeah. Well, I do think it's interesting that the colleges really are. Um, you know, when my daughter was applying to college, the college that she actually went with didn't require testing. And there's a lot more colleges making that decision that, you know, maybe the testing industry isn't what we need to do. And it's an industry. I mean, I had to, when I was taking my getting into graduate school, I had to go in and, you know, there's a test you had to take at graduate school. There's a test you have to take when you're done. And there's entire courses that you can take to prepare yourself for those tests, which is kind of an industry in and of itself. So there's a lot of thought that goes into how you approach a test and how you think about testing strategy. And, and do you go through, I know big thing back when I was doing my graduate, graduate school testing was you go through the entire book first and you answer everything it is that you can. And then you go back through and you do the things that you have to decide on leaving the ones that you have absolutely no clue for your last pass, because you know, the ones you have absolutely no clue are just going to be a flat out educated guess, right? Yeah, no. There's a lot of different theories around testing strategies, but uh, it is remarkable that we put so much weight on tests. When you put it that way, it does really seem like such an arbitrary thing to put uh, so much emphasis on. Well, and there's also different, you know, different people have different coping mechanisms for how they deal with that. Um, anxiety can be a real big player where you can have somebody who is really, really super smart but really, really, really super bad at taking tests because maybe that anxiety just becomes so overwhelming. You know, how do you deal with that? I procrastinate. <laughs> For Sorry, me, go ahead. <laughs> For me, I used to have really bad like test anxiety because if during the test, if I were to like experience a question where I had like no idea how to do it I would blank out and I would break into like whole sweat and I would just forget how to do every other thing and I would do so bad at my at the test and that was like before I kind of thought of ways that I could kind of cope with my test anxiety before and during the test so now what I like to do is like if I like experience reach a question that I don't know how to do and I kind of get nervous about it I just like close like the paper put my pen down and close my eyes for a few seconds and do a few breathing exercises and it kind of helps me to calm my mind and like just get rid of kind of the anxiety that I'm experiencing and that has really helped me a lot in terms of like coping during the test and also before because I feel more grounded and more confident in a sense and so I'm able to like readjust my mind to focus on the other questions that I know how to do. Um, all, all jokes aside, besides procrastination, um, one thing that I like to do when I'm in the process of actually taking a test is take a step back and think about what I do know. And that not only helps me possibly remember what the answer to the question is, but it also helps you put things into context. I think I think about all the stuff that I've learned to this point and how if I don't know this one thing, then there's still so much else that I do know. So like one question that I don't know is not an, um, an accurate me measurement of my intelligence around the subject, you know, in, in, uh, yeah. That's really good. Advice, I have, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I haven't experienced this like myself. I don't, I mean, it's not that I don't get test anxiety, but I don't really get like, like I'm nervous for a test, but it's not like extreme, but I, I have a friend who does get, 
um, who gets pretty intense text or um, test anxiety. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I think it's, it's crazy, because she is like, she's one of the smartest people I know. And like, she does well in class and is able to answer those questions. But the moment like you put a piece of paper and a timer in front of her, she just shuts down. And so again, like I keep, I feel like I keep circling back to this point, but like our tests like don't define us. And like, just because she can't, or just because she, I, I don't know, because it's difficult for her in a setting like that doesn't mean that she doesn't know it. And I think that that's, I, I'm really glad that like, I feel like as an education system, we're slowly starting to like move away from that a little bit, which I think is like very good. And I'm very excited that that's happening. Well, as we begin to to kind of wind up our time today, I'm wondering if in your wisdom, you could share from each of your perspectives, how do you keep yourself motivated and, and how do you keep your friends motivated during testing season? What are some tips and tricks that you've developed that help you stay in the groove and maybe not procrastinate quite so much, Hannah? <laughs> For me, what my friends and I like to do is to go to like our favorite cafe and just like sit in a study group and kind of like study with each other and like what I like to do is to like literally give my phone to my friend and like get her to like keep it with her so that I don't like grab it and start like scrolling through social media and that's like just like friends helping friends I feel like that's something that has been really important in keeping me motivated and to not procrastinate because when there's like someone like kind of supporting you and watching over you I feel like there's more accountability and I feel less like inclined to procrastinate and like maybe use my phone instead of studying. I love the cafe idea. I love to just sort of romanticize the idea of studying, which can be hard. I know, but um, just like light a candle, put some music on, pretend like it's a really, I don't know, like, like going on a study date with yourself or something. Just make it really fun. So that way it seems less, less strenuous and more like, more like a, relaxing thing not relaxing but as close to relaxing as you can get in a testing pre-testing environment Haley I'm kind of jealous of you because I'm totally like the opposite like if I'm with my friends we just like goof off like we can't we can't do anything when we're around each other um but what we will do is like if we have our phones we'll like send pictures to each other we'll be like oh I'm like on this question or like I'm outside studying right now. Like in the spring last year, I had a, a pre-calculus final and our whole class was just like dying. Um, but <laughs> my closest friends and I, we have a little group chat and we would all be like outside, like on our back porches, like in the evening, like, and it was warm out and we'd just be like there, you know, like trying to pass pre-calc. So I think, I think also like, like, you said Hannah trying to make it fun and like um I don't know finding the good parts of it because I it, sometimes it's relaxing for me to like write notes and just like the kind of the monotony of that is like it's fun I don't know I don't know why it's fun maybe that's just me but um I think yeah finding the positives about it and just like like the test sucks but maybe studying for the test I mean it won't be so bad I think that's a really great place to wrap up. Yeah, test season sucks, but maybe studying doesn't have to be quite so bad. I want to thank you all for joining me on Talk To Be Well today and sharing your tips and experiences with managing testing stress 
It's perfectly normal. We all go through it. And trust me, you're going to have that dream at some point in your life where all of a sudden you realize that you didn't go to class all semester and it's exam day, right? You're going to have that dream. If you haven't had it yet, it's going to haunt you for the rest of your life. So there's great psychology around that. Maybe we'll do an episode on dream interpretation one of these days. But in the meantime, if you're looking for support with your mental health, check us out at worktobewell.org. That's work, the number two, bewell.org. I want to thank you all for being with me. This is Talk To Be Well. I'm your host, Dr. Robin Henderson. Be well, everybody.